keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. All right, welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I'm your host, the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. We're waiting on our guest, Harry Turgenian. But in the house, the Ayatollah of Diet Cola, the Gunt, Ray Kump. Hello, welcome back. And Chris Cotton, you have, you've given yourself a nickname. Uh, I am uh, big and nimble. Big and nimble. That's my. That is now my name. Big and nimble. I like it. Uh, I like it too. The one man band people. <laughs> big and nimble. The one man band. <laughs> Chris Cotton. <laughs> and we got. And we got. You know, we got some great suggestions on wine too. But you oh know, yeah, Chris had to. You know, like we had the onion loafs. It's a tag team. I like the onion loaves. But uh, unfortunately. I don't understand what that was. I mean, Because you remember you talked about the onion loaf? Yeah, how you, where you can get a good onion loaf. Oh, uh, okay. Because I just, I, I, I didn't know if the guy was making some kind of like racist or weird thing. I didn't want to like co-opt Onion it. loaf. Would that be a black thing for onion loaf? Perhaps. I don't German. know. I, I felt like it, it was just like a, a German thing. slang. Yeah, it would yeah. be a German slang. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like an Italian dig. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know like, olive oil head, greasy guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like uh, this. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Um, what we're going to be talking about today is the, as Ray would call it, the Toronto scam, the Montreal <laughs> Screwjob, uh, the most talked about wrestling uh, backstage work turn shoot or shoot that kind of came of work later on. This is this is the JFK assassination of wrestling. I thought this was. Discussing how I haven't done JFL yet. I thought that's what this was. <laughs> you should do JFL. Just we- for laughs. Book Chris Cotton. I just like to get a screw in my ass in Montreal. <laughs> Hit me up uh, through the podcast. You can fuck my ass in Montreal. Do they ha- how do you get out there? Do they have to fly you out? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm actually legally allowed to go to Montreal, but... Uh, I mean, I'll take a bus if long as gonna fuck me. <laughs> what do they have? They do have apparently like there's something out there where you can put like a glove on your your dick or something what? and then fuck through a, a condom. Wall. Yeah, but it's like it's a bigger condom. This that's is a real thing. That's what I heard in Montreal. In Montreal. Wait, so you, we put a glove? Like you the glove is built into the wall? Like, you know, you... like the equipment they used to work on sick ET. No, I didn't. What? There's like a test. What are you to... talking about? You're <laughs> a grown man. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Do you put the glove on your dick, or is the glove well, attached? I, I, and it's like a wall thing, you know? Okay, is the glove all right, like, all right. like a Here, bubble let me boy? Explain it that way. Like I see you. Know, you. Let me yeah, like bubble boy, or you know how they handle like radioactive materials with the gloves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but the oh, so version. like the Simpsons intro. Yes, exactly. Okay, that makes sense. so the glove, the, the, like you, like someone puts their hand in that glove, and then that glove goes in my ass. Yeah, well, it'd be a dick, but I guess you oh. can find it with a hand too. Wait, why my dick on the glove? <laughs> 
I don't know. Or is it like a dick-shaped glove? If the dick fits, he must have quit. Where in Montreal is this? <laughs> Probably wherever they have the most street clowns. Okay, this is... <laughs> I'm gonna, so this is like a strip club thing? or a I guess boot? it's like a strip club of Jason. How was it? I know, I didn't go. Somebody didn't told go? me about it. Right. I was hoping somebody here... I went to a Pete Booth in Long Island a bunch of times. Uh, it was like in the back of like a weird shitty porn shop. And there was so many cars in the parking lot. It turned out to be a gay hangout where like all the guys are on one side. But I didn't know. Yeah. But I was just putting change into a... The real question is after you found out it was a gay hangout, was that the first... Was I it the felt last let down. I, went, wish, or I, wish you... I, I wish I knew at the time. So you have been back since. No, they closed it down. It was like a mob thing and they closed uh-huh. it down. Yeah, peep show business. It's real fickle. It's like opening up a restaurant in New York City. <laughs> yeah. One week has come everywhere. Next week, it's no It's tough. Way. Well, guys, we watched A&E's, and Harry Turgenian will be here, but we watched A&E's uh, Wrestling with Shadows. Wait, that uh, was made by A&E? Yeah. I thought it was made by, like, uh, I, I don't know. Why was there two minutes of color bars at the beginning? <laughs> well, it was on YouTube. You that sent was me this link. It's got, like, a minute YouTube. of black <laughs> silence and two minutes of color bars. Like, who who uploaded this? You can't, you can't just do a trim feature on YouTube. Get your shit together. Well, I, you know, I can only do so much, Ray. Um, but it was up there. No, from when it started, the opening credits. That's where it started, not the YouTube link. Hmm? Well, the color oh, bar right. wasn't. Well, the it wasn't we a, went to. It wasn't a director. It. Is it was yeah? Well, it was on TV, but it wasn't. That wasn't like a an artistic choice to have the color bars first. No, I didn't think the director did it. I'm just saying, why? <laughs> who, who's uploading these things to YouTube? I uh, upload things to YouTube. I don't put like you know my fucking. Colored yeah, but you're in the business. You know how to edit video. This is, I expect more from this. <laughs> uh, Ray is coming in hot. Oh well, yeah, he's I coming in hot it. today. He's pissed. <laughs> um, so, what were your impressions of the documentary first, and then we'll and then we'll go through the scandal. But so I want to clear up one thing: is this an Errol Morris documentary? I couldn't. This is tell. not an Errol Morris documentary. <laughs> uh, it was like you know, it, it was it was pretty slowly cut. Uh, I'll get. I'll, I'll, I won't stick with the technical stuff, but right, right, it wasn't. Right. But, uh, this is this is something Ray yeah. actually has expertise on. Yeah, I, wor- I work in a very low level of the business, <laughs> and I'm just. It's just. It was a little bit like you could like cut a lot of this shit out. Uh, I, are you supposed to like sympathize with like the Hart family in this thing? I think you're supposed to sympathize with Bret Hart. Okay, because he's mm. definitely like reliving. A childhood trauma, right? Like that's accepted. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of with with if you when I rewatched it, I was struck of like, oh, this is basically a documentary about child abuse. Yeah, with Stu Hart. Yeah, like stretching Stu, these people in the basement. And... Stu sounds insane, dude. He really is a very untrustworthy man, and uh, he, I, I was, I said uh, a little earlier that I, I feel like he's like the dad from Dexter. You know what I mean? Like who like trained oh, Dexter? Yeah. Like he's doing all the right things, but in all the wrong ways. All the, well, like, sub- all the wrong submitting things. men from the YMCA. Yeah. Dude, it was. It, <laughs> that was funny. That's all the hey, right things. Hey, y'all guys want to come over and get a little stretched? And dude, I don't like the, the terms. I don't. They were using the correct terms, but it sounded very gruesome. I will. <laughs> I, I wrote some of this down. First of all, his dad went to jail for a land dispute. What is that? <laughs> this is the fucking Hatfield McCoy. You guys keep keep talking. I gotta want Harry up. Stu, I'm gonna quote this. Stu ended up with some real shooters, <laughs> submission wrestlers. They In had jail. fun grinding him up. In What's jail, going? that's yeah. the key. I mean, it's, yeah, this was how the jailhouse living was. But this was, but this was, no, that was the dad. That's what I'm saying, yeah, but this is jail in, in Canada. No, like the grandpa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, this is, but that's that's Canada jail. No, like his grandpa went to his dad went to jail and he ended up with the real shooters. 
I thought his dad went to jail. I Stu. don't. No, I think I think they're making a point that Stu's dad went to jail for a land dispute. And then he taught his his, his son. His son was a ne'er do well who just like went to the streets and landed in with some like you know real shooters. Some, some street. <laughs> he was a street hustler, right? That's what they're getting at. Well, he was, I he was a, like a male prostitute. I do not know. <laughs> Dude, I don't think he was a male prostitute, but I guess in jail, you know, you can't really crank you up as tight as they could make you survive by taking the pain in. <laughs> I mean, this is what you've wanted from Bobby Lashley since you started this. <laughs> I look when you Bobby Lashley, his physique, his, 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 I don't know what you, what you call it, his chest size, his, pectorals. His, his ass, his, his penis, whatever. I mean, this is some like wrinkly old, like, you know, even as a young guy, this guy was like a straggly creep. I don't want to be dominated by this creep. <laughs> but if Bobby Lashley had Stu's methods, oh yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be hanging out the Y. Like, hey, you gonna, <laughs> hey, Bobby, you gonna pick me today, young man? You I'm know where you can go. I say, young man. <laughs> <laughs> you can stretch me real good, Bobby. <laughs> I can take the pain in. All right, I gotta go. Let Harry in. Sorry, guys. Keep going. Um, what What were your feelings about Bret Hart? Both Both of you. I mean, Chris. Now you know Bret Hart is a wrestler, but oh, Ray, yeah, what was Brett, your feelings? I was always I was a Hitman fan from the beginning, from child to now. I'm still a Bret Hart. So I felt kind of bad, but then when I had heard the backstory, I was like, he didn't have much of a choice with this upbringing, with yeah. this creepy dude. And uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I think that the documentary itself was was well done because I didn't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't care. By the middle, I was like, ah, I give a shit. So I think that's a good documentary. You, gave, right? you actually gave a shit. I gave a shit by the middle. Okay, so I, I think that's a good documentary. If I if I I didn't want to turn it off. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't need to turn it off. Put it I, like that. I wanted to, but I didn't need to. Full disclosure, I didn't watch the whole documentary. Right. No one's surprised. I was well, I had time on the train to watch it on the way here. But then Look, when I got to Ray Sunny, did research for this podcast where you know he brought in fucking Stu Hart knowledge. Well, I, I, look, it got to Sunny. I'm like, who is this Sunny woman? She seems very nice. Oh, you checked out early. <laughs> well, no. Well, I, I took some time to look into her. Apparently, she has uh, some porn videos. Yeah. Uh, so I watched some of that on the train. It's been a, it's been a, you watched some of the Sunny oh. porn? I've never seen well, it. I kept it tucked in, but I, you know, I wasn't like jerking off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, look, she, she, has, she has a lovely physique, even at this age. And, yeah, uh, well, she was my big high, uh, high school crush. Sunny? Yeah, I mean, she, uh, she I can see that. Hell. I think she she stacks up as uh, with any of these uh, wonderful divas you call them. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame. I think she went. She's got out of jail last. She got year. out of jail. She's. I think she had like six DUIs or something like right. that. Jesus Christ. Well, she there don't... was a rumor backstage, and you guys didn't know it. And one of the big one of the one of the things that they don't mention in the documentary where there was some real heat between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart because Shawn had mentioned Bret Hart in a Sunny Days promo, inferring that Bret had slept with Sunny, which apparently did not happen. So wait, wait, wait. Brett, Brett what was what, what, what's his name? Uh, who are we talking about here? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. No. He, oh, I thought I thought I thought the other guy was slept with Sonny. But he did. But Brett, they said that Sonny might have. It was a was he the one of them officially sleeping with the woman, like uh, on the For, record? Who was Brett or the other guy, Shawn Michaels? Well, I know Shawn Michaels had an affair with Sonny. They definitely did. They definitely okay. had an affair with Sonny. And so Brett had a crush on her. What's going on? Well, I don't know. I mean, Brett, uh, in his book, he talks about like the var- which wasn't in the documentary. He talks about like the various affairs he had on the road, so he didn't have to use drugs. Oh, what what a role model he is! <laughs> uh, this, this part towards the beginning. Oh, uh, the kids of America. I they mean, you can be safe watching me, the Hitman. First of all, your name is the Hitman. <laughs> your fucking your move is the sharpshooter. Like 
like he's like a school shooting icon. <laughs> And he's just like telling about all the mankind, women who are unfortunate enough to be bedded by him <laughs> with a steroid cock. <laughs> steroid cock. I'm I sure. I don't think he didn't use like an insane amount of steroids. And, but yeah. to be fair, like there's a medicinal way to use steroids if your body's really hurt, you know. No, like, sure. I use an inhaler, and an inhaler is a steroid. I, I, well, it's a different kind. Of, it's obviously not the same kind of steroid. Right, of course. And but, I think it has. I think. But if you get injured and you need HGH to grow that up, that's very different than like. You know what you're what what Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing to get like looking great for movies well, or sure. sliced alone. And or I'm not saying look, Schwarzenegger wants to get some rich guy to pay him money to inject steroids into his cock, or whatever he was doing back. <laughs> I think it's ass. They did in the ass. They did in the ass. Ass cheek. That's fine. I'm saying like Straight. whether or not it gives him a heart attack, it's still not great for the dick. So you know, I'm just no. saying. I don't know why he's like going and like kissing and telling. Excuse me, sorry. Let's. Yeah. But Bret, Bret Hart used steroids too, but he didn't use a lot like Hogan did. He didn't use so he wasn't so that was just all like uh, Stu's tutelage. Uh, no, I don't think Stu used any. Those guys back in the day didn't use any. Yeah, but steroids. Stu made him probably work out all day. Like what? Well, like, I mean, I mean yeah, like, I'm he, sure he, that he was in guy. constant physical pain. Well, they all worked out. It's just instead yeah. of staying. Harry Tarjanian, welcome. Hey everybody. Hello, Harry. <laughs> Apologies well, podcast for being late. I've been hitting the head many many times. <laughs> you so are yeah for Capital Wrestling. Have you have you gotten like. Like, in the ring, yeah, and uh, uh, there have been a couple moments, but I haven't taken any uh, real any bad. Hits. Yeah, nothing yet, but it's it's bound it's to coming. happen. Yeah. It's happening. Well, Zach Amico feel... in some sort of fucking death match. Zach this Amico, uh, yeah. if when this comes out, April seventh, will be in a death match, the first ever ever Capital Wrestling. Well, this will actually have match. been. This is going to be the week after WrestleMania. The week after so, WrestleMania. So, so you'll if be able you can to get it on it YouTube, right? On Capital Wrestling. Yeah, uh, I don't know what episode it's going to air. He's on, been on the show before. That's the plan. And this is a guy who's used a mouse trap on his penis twice in a row. And that's a roast battle. Right, yeah, that was so even imagine, wrestling. Imagine what's a New Jersey fucking death match. Well, my understanding Ooh. was that last year at the uh, uh, the Legion of Skank, the Skank Fest, excuse me, uh, he came out as Bray Wyatt because I think he has a piercing on his uh, Oof, penis geez. and hung a lantern from his oh, uh, penis. My God, damn. and that was just again not in a wrestling match, just <laughs> to get to get a pop. Wow. So he is wrestling in. So a, he's showing a, his dong. Uh, he's not showing his his dong at this match. I mean, that might happen. I've never I mean, seen it happen. I, in a the death amount match. of abuse that penis has been through is it even a dong anymore? Uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's a lot of scar tissue that shoots <laughs> out uh, <laughs> spermicide. <laughs> like, I feel like his dick looks like an, a UFC fighter's ear. I like know? a cauli- He's got a cauliflower dick. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if women told us that it was wonderful though. Like if, if that like kind of well, the extra callous scar tissue. Yeah. Well, yeah. It would first of all, if it was cauliflower, it would be hard. Right. right, it would be just uh, constantly hard, even though it's limp. In nice. the ridges, oh. I guess. I, I haven't asked his fiance. I've yet to. I think I haven't met her, and I think it might be at the death match. So that'll be fun. He's taking on Jeff Cannonball, who is a death match specialist. So capital oh my wrestling. God, this guy's gonna fucking what, die. Um, what, what denotes a death match? A well, death in Jersey, is different than a Florida death match. Uh, well, Jersey death match is in the ring. Florida. Is Florida just, death match is just when a black guy talks to a white guy outside of a Seven Eleven. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Black people in Florida engage in death matches every day, whether they're wrestling or not. Every time you leave the house down there. I thought it was two people just doing opioids and seeing what happens. You know what I mean? What's the a Florida death, death match, Chris? That's the Florida death match. The Florida death. That's fun. Uh, the death match involves um, basically anything goes, but usually they involve weapons. There are usually weapons brought for that match. Guns. Uh, no, we don't go that far. <laughs> not yet. I'm surprised no company has. Nice. Knives, for sure, companies have used. Wait, they'll uh, use an actual yeah. knife? 
they've they've used things like that. You I don't stab people. They slice people. Uh, Slicing for lose. No, stab. Well, we don't tend to do that. <laughs> you can survive a stab in the leg. Just do it right. It uh, oh wait, I thought you were saying please do not attend death matches. You're saying don't be a pussy if you're going to use a knife. Slice. Look, if uh, this is the life slice, you stab. Yeah, if it's the life you chose, commit. Like you know, uh, go the full nine. I do see the Thug Life tattoo that you have on your on your stomach that you tattooed. You're all yeah, about it. I'm all about this. Okay. Uh, you can if you want to bring me on as a consultant, we can really. Dude, you know, I, I think if you need like if you need a creative for Capital Wrestling or a manager. Ray Kump is your guy. Oh, yeah. I really, I really highly agree with that. I'm being honest with you. I mean, you're just like me. It was just, is... You would get the same old shit. I would be like, oh, that's not going to work because Jerry Wynn didn't fight. All right, then. This is a guy who just oh, watched yeah. 70s movies, like right. Apocalypse Now. That's kind of what we need, a non-wrestling guy. You're shield. right. You would be too much in your head. I would you be, be like... too in my head. Ray's going to just bring stuff to the table you never even thought about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run an actual Ponzi scheme with your customers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that Instagram post just that made me laugh so much. There's a guy named Mike. I guess, what was it? I was Bob Ponzi on Long Island. He's a, uh, uh, what do you call him? A real estate broker. You can't, you can't be a real estate broker when your last name's Ponzi. He's, he doesn't really? do very well. No, I mean, look, uh, Long Island, we, we appreciate a good scam. And, like, you know, we, we savor it like a wine. So. Well, you like it when they're honest about it. That's yeah. the thing about Long Island. You're like, you can scam us. Just be honest. But Chris has also done some great stuff for us at Capitol. That's right. As well. Chris, you've been and part I'll of be it. There, I'll be there April 7th. That's right. Yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll Surprise! Come by. Come okay, come and check it out. Or you can't All come right. check well, it out. This the, will be on before after. Before we got yeah, into yeah, the, we started out with what do you? What did you think of the documentary itself? Wrestling uh, with Shadows. Wrestling as far with as shadows. how it was made, it was so cool, especially for the time. For the time, it was it really was cool. Exceptional, I remember as a kid. yeah. <laughs> because nobody allowed cameras, and I think in hindsight, when knowing about the only reason Vince McMahon allowed it was, I think Bret Hart was negotiating, and it was done as a favor to Bret Hart. Um, well, not kind of knowing one, Man that, Mountain Rock apparently has like an unproduced backstage one where it's just all the guys like fucking popping pills and, and oh really and drunk and I, I'd much rather see that one it's you know it's, it's, it's more like the fucking Motley Crue documentary oh really or Motley, Motley Crue movie like the movie backstage I bet Chris Benoit's a uh, state would love to see that <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was in the, he, he wasn't there at the time yeah but, hey. oh, fair enough yeah. Yeah. he didn't really do his uh, his peak was until about 2007 is really when he hit oh that late of, that's when oh, it happened. Was earlier. Earlier. No, it was like 2004, probably. Because um, 2004 is when he won the title at, at 20. 2005, Guerrero died, and I think like two years later he did it. Uh, yeah, he record. did. No, but I know, but his peak as a wrestler. Oh, as a wrestler. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no. As a wrestler, his peak, as a, as a murderer, his peak was 2007. Yeah. I, I refer <laughs> as, to that as the real 9-11. <laughs> the real 9 <laughs> You know, there's some I mean, he's fans. like, you know, Harper Lee. He yeah. just needed one, and it's a classic. That's it. That's, um, that's uh that's the most disturbing analogy it, I've ever it was made. A, it was really cool to see all that stuff in the back. A lot of weird yeah. like chanting, almost like the Gladiator movie. I noticed mm. there's a lot of <laughs> in the middle of it. Oh, the song, the musical choices. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Poser really got lazy in there. I'm yeah, yeah. It really yeah. they really did uh didn't let the pictures just do the talking. There no. was like, and then they have like some like country song at the very end well, of I mean, it. I mean, it was on A and E. It was made but... for normal people. Like, right. like, oh, this is something like that happened that you might want to be. It's not made for you guys. You just want to like watch like a CCTV feed of like wrestlers getting changed. And I'm not saying it's a sexual thing. <laughs> I'm just saying like, oh, what, what, what did they put the spandex on before the padding? Or like, yeah. you guys are like, yo, you guys really want the inside scoop. That's not that inaccurate. That's actually yeah. quite accurate. There were, if you did that, if you ran a channel in a wrestler's locker room, there would be people who'd be like, I, I need to see that. For I sure. want to, I'll yeah. pay good money to see that. See and see not see even it. sexual. But No, yeah. why would it? I mean, look, the sexual, it, it, you take it as it, as it comes, but, you know, <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, look, not everything's a sex thing. 
Yeah, but these these are beautiful men. So out of the Hart family, who would you want to see change via CCTV? Right? Uh, yeah. Probably Owen right after. <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Christ! You mean change internally? I want the more Garcia. Hey, Zach, all, can we see uh, the minutes in until an Owen Hart joke? Can we get the minute in for that? <laughs> 19, 19 minutes. minutes. Congratulations. Thank you. We thought, mean, we, were, we thought it was going to be way earlier than that. Um, it's my fault for setting them up. So yeah. <laughs> I, I guess the big, the you know, we, we start out in the documentary, um, and we, we kind of get a history of who Bret Hart was in the business, this big baby face, and now the, you know, he's faced with the decision to either, you know, jump ship to WCW and stay with WWF. He decides to stay with WWF. Later in the documentary, it's him turning heel, but he's only a heel uh, in the United States. He's not a heel in Canada, which is still one of the most interesting uh, heel turns they've ever done. WrestleMania 13, the double turn, was was terrific. And it ends uh, when Stone Cold is ascended to a top babyface, and Shawn Michaels is ascended to a top heel. Vince McMahon uh, asks Brett if they can be let out of his deal. And uh, the one request that Bret Hart has is, don't screw me in Canada. Vince McMahon screws him in Canada. In real life, like a, a shoot in a fake wrestling match, and there's been literally a bajillion documentaries about it since It's then. one of the more, uh, and I think another one's coming out on Vice, I yeah. think, as well. Vice has a whole series. Um, but it is the most controversial moment in, in wrestling, I think, I would say, because it was the first time like people were aware that somebody got screwed in real life. Like That's the whole thing about it. And it just happened to be that they had that documentary crew because of Brett. And right. people, but that's also why people think it's a conspiracy. There's all conspiracy theories about how Brett was working yeah. with well, Vince course, yeah. and all that. Of course, so. it's troubling. It's like really, you know, challenges the integrity of professional wrestling. You know, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. What well, like who, this? I don't understand. I don't like the movie's fine. I get. I don't understand. Like. As mm -hmm. a as a grown man, like yeah. who, what kind of buffoon thinks he's gonna leave to go to the competition and like stay the champion? Like what? Like well, I, I actually agree with you completely. You know, when I was when I was a uh, when I was younger and I watched it, I was like, oh poor Brett. But now looking back at it, I'm like, he should have jumped. It, it, yeah, it was a little selfish. It was, was well, it was kind of there selfish. was also some things that he had an issue. If it was somebody else, he would have dropped it to someone else and not Sean, who is. Kind of right, so messing with what? him personally, I guess. Yeah. Why? Because Sean was having sex with the, uh, the lovely Sonny. Is that the deal? He was having sex with Sonny. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. Not Brett. So but Brett, Brett was. Wait, yeah. And Brett was a little like sourpuss about it. Like, oh. No, it wasn't that. I, I think it was a lot of other things of like. Right. Uh, like, that went like on the, in the back. He didn't like the direction the business was headed. The showboat. Yeah, and Sean Michaels had a reputation backstage. Uh, he was part of. This group called the Click with yeah, uh, yeah. Kevin Nash, who Diesel at the time, <laughs> these men Scott called themselves Hall, the Razor Ramon, yeah, yeah the and Click. Sean Waltman, yeah. um, who was one two three kid. They were kind of dicks. Bro. They were, they were yeah. I mean, they admitted Sean, like Sean the greatest Michaels. guy in the world in real life. But like those guys, I guess were who were kind of known as like the, they they would book themselves in the top ankles and you know like work sure. things politically to their favor. Sure, they weren't humble. Like uh, Hart, who uh, used to like film his dad submitting men <laughs> while they screamed. Like, men from the YMCA. You know, yeah, don't forget yeah, that. Yeah. You need that the random men from Really, the first half of this documentary is a child abuse documentary. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we used to come in the house and I'd just hear screams from grown men <laughs> while I eat dinner. Hey, hey stop was... it. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, the part that, that scene I did not—it felt like something out of song. Oh, oh it yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. coming house. And this one time we just recorded <laughs> it. And I'm like, this guy is weeping. I'm like, obviously something bad is happening to this gentleman. Yeah. And sitting there like, oh, no, no, he's just stretching them. That's how bad that that family life was that they got. <laughs> 
That was a fun light day in the hard house, uh, I guess. Oh. My favorite part was his weird sisters trying to like ham fist this like Joseph Campbell hero cycle in where he beats up a bully, and they were, and it started that with they called us heart the fart. Which I thought was a great. I mean, they, they used to call me the cump dump. So I just, I just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's genteel in yeah. comparison. And they call, but they are Canadian. You got to understand. It's a different sort sure. of. My well, last like, name is Kai. And I'm dark. Very dark. Still. I mean, yeah. the worst insult seems to be yeah. your dad's a phony, which yeah. I think is hilarious. I mean, I guess you guys take it to heart, but I think it's hilarious. I mean, that's not that's not the worst. I mean, what would I mean, this is an interesting question? What what about your dads would piss you off if they said something about your dad, like a school bully? Uh. My dad told me I don't know, but I don't care. Like you, you could fucking fuck my dad's, you know, uh, pictures. But like you know, just, Wait, what? just like make, you could make like a mayonnaise. Uh, oh, you could fuck yeah. with like, pictures of my dad. Well, the, the homophobia okay. thing is crazy in this doc. Like, like oh, yeah. being called gay is like the worst thing in this documentary. Oh, right? It's yeah, like yeah. that's like this not age well on my, both sides. Yeah. My dad does claim it. I don't believe him. He told me this story. Speaking of bullies and stuff, that he was bullied a lot as a kid, and right. like he's this neighborhood German bully would be, he, he was a German kid, and they yeah. would beat up the German boys, uh-huh. and then he threw in, like, in the U.S. or Germany. In no, no, he's he's American. He's, he's American, American, right? You know, so you're a third, you're a second generation, first, yeah, yeah, third yeah, yeah. generation, second, third, who gives a shit? But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what my life is, but uh, <laughs> no, he claims mm-hmm. that like he basically the bully came to the house one day. And they had boiled hot bleach on the stove. Oh, my and he, God. And they said, hey, you. I forget his name. Hey, you, Claude. And he looked up, and they threw hot bleach in his eyes. Oh, my God. Why did it have to be hot? I don't know. have to warm up bleach. Wouldn't she be, would yeah. be blind? I think and so. And scalded. Scalded. My dad's not that tough, really, so I think right. he just... He, I, he, I don't know. Maybe he should be part it, of your wrestling it, thing. I know what it is. <laughs> I, <laughs> Did you ever walk in the house and hear a man being stretched at any point in your house? Yeah. Just my, yeah. my my mom one time had to pop a huge pimple on his back. It was like a size of like this big. And like that was a real, I heard the screams yeah. uh, in the bedroom. And then your mom said, have some discipline. Have yeah. Some discipline. Was, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, she, mom put, her, put him in the sharpshooter. She used to like, I, I had like, you know, the kid, you have pimples on your arms and your back. Right, right. Sure, she yeah. would just grab me random times and start oh, popping pop pimples on me. Your mom was too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually like, you know, I'll watch to relax those like Dr. Pimple Popper. Ooh. Oh, those are fun, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's something cathartic. I, I like about listening it. to the chiropractor videos, like the ones where they oh, like ASMR the chiropractors. Ones. Not as an ASMR, but just I just to watch people get cracked, and I'm like that. I'm like, oh, that looks like a good you mean, one. Like, you mean I the like ones where they like bed. crack a baby's spine and kill it. That's what happens. They're they're chiropractors. Yeah, they're not supposed to do it, but they kill babies sometimes. <laughs> this came out a couple years ago. Like, Com- really? Com- it's not a real thing. It's like a fake science. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they're probably gonna sue me now if I hear. Well, no. If they hear, well, if they hear this. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> I actually think we probably have a. It's it's probably right down the middle as far as our pro choice and pro life listeners <laughs> on this show. Well, not not a lot of our listeners are having think, sex, so they don't have to make that decision. I don't think a choice. Even the choice people want the baby to die out on a chiropractor's table. Well, no. I mean, that's no I way didn't know to this go. Was an epidemic. I but really don't know this was I mean, it happened a couple of times. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not like having a parade here or a march or whatever. I don't. I, well, listen, I'm, I'm not going to call you a liar. I will look it up and. Yeah, he's wearing uh, Vietnam dog tags right now. As he says, it's... "Oh yeah, Sorry. well it's, uh, it's what is like it? A little, it's uh, like, um, a, like a piece of silver thing? that has like a quote on it." No, oh, nice. Because I'm just quote? trying to figure out if I want to wear chains and things. Just trying different looks. What's the quote? The quote is one on one side. It's uh, Lenny Bruce. You're you're right. They're wrong. Which is what he told uh, uh, Joan Rivers when she right. had a night she wasn't doing well, and he was like, "No, you're funny. They're wrong." And then the other side is uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make. And uh, Paul McCartney. 
<laughs> what, what'd you say? OJ. OJ. Were there any, uh, here's another question. Any, any backstage personas you really liked as far as the wrestlers who were talking, you know, like Vader or, or Mick Foley or Goldust? Or, I've always liked Mick. So. Yeah. I love that Vader was like financing a strip mall or something. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Is that does anyone know if that strip mall is still like around? That's or? actually, you know, I should have looked that up. I don't. I'm not sure if it has or not. I mean, I, I definitely know Vader kept working the independence, so he didn't. Did he have he a, like wasn't a, the strip mall king? Is he dead? Yeah, yeah. he died this year. But did he, he did he die in destitute or did he, or was he like? I don't um, think I'm not he sure. Was destitute. I don't think he was destitute. I don't I remember guess. him seeing doing too many indie bookings or anything. I like did. That, I went is... to one indie booking that he was at. Really? Yeah, he's done. He's done a couple, but a lot of them, you know. I mean, oh, dude, it's quick cash. You go there. Yeah, I, I sometimes they'll do bookings, but some people are like have no choice but to do bookings, and that's a little bit depressing. It's, that, it's a bummer. It's ooh. it's a bummer. Well, they don't pay taxes on that money initially. Like it's up to them. Like they don't take the money. Because they're independent contractors, so they don't withhold the tax from you. So uh, it's up to you. Could you imagine you. the IRS auditing a wrestler? That's for what autograph? I'm saying. Oh, well, they, oh, look, dude, it, in certain cases, like they probably do send guys with cameras, like and like. Well, you had this line here. Right. I mean, if the guys get, if, if the guy has like a lucrative thing going, they might, they Maybe, might do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah, I was like Mick, but the, here's the interesting part about Mick Foley is that he uh, so long was like the hardcore, crazy sort of wrestler, and then he went on the opposite. He kind of flipped and was kind of like. The Man nice guy, the fun guy, right. and then people kind of forget. You almost forget. I mean, I remember sending away for VHS Japanese death matches. Yeah, he, he goes. He he goes so deep in the character that you love him no matter what he does. Right. Like he really does. He doesn't see it as like, yeah, I, well, I'm no more this person. I am now this thing. Yeah. Like he becomes whatever he's going to become. And Did he, any of you ever run into him doing stand up? Yo, okay, this is crazy. Like a few weeks ago. I come in the cellar and he's sitting there talking to Judah, yeah. Freelander. And yeah, Judah's a good guy. Judah was like, and I, a big was, I, I, I was like, hey, what's up? I just said, what's up to the table. Then, like, later on that night, I told you, I was like, you don't know how bad I wanted to come over and just give Mick a hug. Like, he's been my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. So I was a kid. He was like, he was like you should have told me I would have just, I was like, I didn't want to make it a thing either. You know what yeah. I mean? With everybody, because a lot of people in there are like wrestling fans. Can I ask, who was his like big, biggest nemesis? Mankind, probably the Undertaker, yeah. uh, the but, WWF, but Terry yeah. Funk, you could make Terry an argument. Oh, Terry Hayes, and The Rock, so you could make an argument. If I saw him at the cellar and I said, "Fuck you, I'm an Undertaker boy," would he like enjoy that? <laughs> like in K-Fab or whatever? Or I don't know. Like, I think he would be as confused as we are right now. <laughs> I think he would probably be do, like these wrestlers. They've heard. Yeah, like, the thing is, they've heard. Just the most like background swampland shit oh, yeah. from people. I'm not thinking I'd shock him. I'm just wondering, is it like night pleasant to him? Like, oh, you you remember my thing? I think or is not, it more like not in that way. Yeah. Uh, well, it's I don't know. They're sensitive. Wrestlers are more sensitive than comics. Really? Yeah, they they're actually be, more yeah. sensitive than comics. Yeah, which is, wrong, I mean, he insane. really might punch you in the face though, too. That's a real. He option. won't punch you in the face. That guy's going through me. a lot of. I think he's. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be <laughs> waving like a like a, like a knife at him. I'm like, I'm like you know, I'm just gonna be me going like I'm an Undertaker boy and I'll smile. I'm the Undertaker boy. I'm an Undertaker in, boy. I'm an Undertaker yeah. boy. I thought you were saying to him, hey, boy, I'm the Undertaker. Oh, that's terrible. That's, I'm, I'm never... ready to take you on as opposed to, no, you're By an, the way, like, some uh, Undertaker social media posts lately, like, it's, look, I love the Undertaker. He's one of my favorites of all time, but, like, it's getting very weird. It's, get, it's just, I just don't want to see, it's it's like seeing him without his beard. Regular Undertaker. Yeah, just like regular, you know, Undertaker, just like kind of, you know, Texas, you know, goes to church, where, you know, with a lot of tattoos. Right. Undertaker. 
It's very bizarre. Yeah, him skiing with the kids and his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's you don't there. want to see. Yeah, that creeps me out too. I yeah, yeah, why. yeah. You don't want to see like the Undertaker like taking a picture in front of like the Liberty Bell with. Like, I really, I really wish cream. he would marry and have kids with a Hispanic woman. Yeah, uh, I guess Mexico. I guess so he could like do the Latinx. quinceanera thing and put like the glass slipper on the on the daughter. Yeah, I mean, he does have quinceanera. daughters. Yeah, but he probably don't have a quinceanera. So that's don't true. That but you have a sweet sixteen. The, yeah, yes, that's lame. Quinceaneras. I love to see. They him. are more fun. Yeah, I love to see Undertaker like you know take part with the whole pillow and like the. Yeah, you know. the whole thing where he has to be like, yeah, the daddy daughter dance with the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Man. All right. Well, the big question is <laughs> yeah. that I have for all of you guys, and I think you you can all have a different answer for this. And 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 Zach, you're welcome to answer too. Uh, was Vince McMahon right to screw Bret Hart in Montreal? I, I don't Let's believe you, he should have screwed him. I don't believe. And I'm the thing that that is crazy when he spit. It, I don't. I, I think he actually did screw him, and he didn't really see it coming. I don't think it's a thing because he the spit was real. <laughs> like the, the, spit the spit on spit was real. Man, Something about I'm I'm from the I'm from but I was Brett spit on Sean at SummerSlam uh, and that was a shoot spit. I mean that was a, a work spit. Work is that spit. a thing? I don't know. I don't want anybody spitting on me. Yeah. So yeah, for me, true. it's like in certain lines, I'm like, well, Chris, you can slap me for real. Just don't really spit on me. Spit, it's spit's about a that. yeah, it's a next level. And it was a, it was a white one. But too. would you, if you were face. Vince McMahon, would you wet him? Do a retirement speech the next night, or fuck no, he should he should have dropped the fucking title because yeah. he was being a he was being a little pussy. You, you're, I get it. You're at home, and ca- that would have been epic. Honestly, it would have been if you would have just embraced the moment. You could have made it like, look, man, hey, I lost it here. You could have made your little speech, showing Mike the business is not going to. You could have even said that. You know, that's interesting. Sean is I, a fucking great dude. That would have been a, the classier way out is him to do a speech at the very end of the and be like, look, I want to thank this company. He wanted to whine like a little bitch. My fucking family is going to shut the fuck up and give up the damn time. I'm sorry. I feel no, I respect that. Yeah. No, I respect that. I, I, I agree to a certain extent. Um, Harry, what do you think? Uh, you know, when I was a kid, my, my whole opinion was Vince McMahon was like, why would you screw the guy? He worked hard for you. I understand why he did it. Um, you know, it's easy in hindsight to go, Brett should have dropped it. Uh, but when you're in that moment and all that shit's personal and you're just like, I, I, screw him. I'm not dropping it for him. I'll drop it for anyone else. It, I get why Vince did it. So I, wh- whether he should have done it, it turned out to be the right thing for wrestling. It's sad the way it all ended because then he ends up in WCW and ends up getting a His getting, career ended. His career ended and then a, a stroke probably as a result of that. It's it's all sad. So you know. But the I mean, thing is, who could he? The thing that made me mad about it, he's bitching about dropping it to Sean, but there's no one at that moment. There is no one to drop it to. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There already, really you're isn't because Undertaker already has kind of a feud going with Sean. Yeah, and, Stone and you need the title for that. Story line. But Dusty yeah, Rhodes. Stone Cold, you got to be Dusty Rhodes is in WCW at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's the only reason they didn't do it. Not because Dusty Rhodes was 67 at the time. But dude, yeah, it's no, it's no that he he was wild. And, and it, it was really just a, 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 a self-motivated ego thing happening at that moment. I, I, I think he should have dropped it. I really do like that. I, I like that angle of him making a speech afterwards. I agree with you. It would have been fine. Right. What, what do you think? I am going to go over a different angle with this. I think Vince did the right, not, did Vince do the right thing. I don't think. Whatever. He's doing the, the self-interested thing. I don't have any sympathy for Brett because wh- because a lot of this seems to be that he couldn't be a heel or a face apparently because his whole Canadian uh, I hate America yeah. shit like his whole rationale was like I think Americans would like a chance to be the bad guy now you guys tell me are the fans ever the bad guys 
Is that like a thing? Well, I mean, I yeah. guess you could say with the argument with Daniel Bryan now is that he's making the fans the bad guys, well, yeah, and there's I mean, a lot of argument against that. Well, I, I, again, but are you saying legitimately are they? But he's the like, bad it guys? just seems like it seems like you know, like they they, they they want to hate a guy for claiming that. I mean, he wanted to give people health care. Technically, with, with he Kurt Angle, have, he's they were the bad guy. They hated Kurt Angle, but the, in, in, in a loving way. But the fans hated Kurt Angle. With that no, they stuff. hated him legitimately. But up don't front. you hate yeah. heels? Is not the thing. The yeah. Deals? So why are you the bad guy if he's the heel? If he's a heel, you're you're not a, you're a good he guy. He had to. He kind of mm-hmm. had to become a heel, I guess, because him the working hard thing was going away. Wrestling was in a huge transition where sure. people were tired of like the good clean cut yeah. hero. You know, they wanted the hero. And his, the I mean, it's crazy but. watching his match now because they still hold up. I mean, he did look He's make great. everything he was look a great real. Wrestler. I mean, much yeah. like Brian, I think this is an indictment of wrestling fans as a whole, at least the American ones, because yeah. he turned heel by saying, you should have health care, gun control, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't riddle each other with bullets, <laughs> don't, have, don't have racial prejudice and hatred. <laughs> oh, eat a dick. You don't even know, bro. In Canada, we take care of each other. <laughs> You're not and, wrong. That was an incredible yeah. way to get booed. It was a America. mirror into the lack of a soul of this I country. I think you should have better funding for your education. <laughs> Fuck you. I can I mean, read those, just fine. And, and they also, the, the documentarian picked the biggest goons in the world to interview oh, before sure. the Continental Airlines. Oh, yeah. I mean, those guys is like, America's the best. Like, the people they pick for those interviews what are about, just the trash. What about the one people. who loved Bret Hart because he inspired her to follow her dreams and become a graphic designer? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, some guy, like, reliving his childhood trauma is going to inspire you to make ads for the penny saver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, when she was telling the story, I was like, oh, dude, Brett fucked up her life. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe she shouldn't have followed Brett. I don't know. She should have been an Undertaker fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I mean, do, do you see, as somebody who's out, because as a wrestling fan, I, I get like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, it, it was one of my hesitations of even doing this episode, is that like, I'm so over the Montreal screw job. Mm. Um, but... You know, I th- one of the reasons I wanted to do it is it's interesting because Ray hasn't seen it before and he had mentioned it before. And you're a big we've both talked about conspiracy theories a lot. And how I don't support the troops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, to support the troops, you don't even have to do anything. You just have to say, yeah, yeah just say you I don't support, you know, a constant state of war where we have, you know, look, I su- give them health care, heal their wounds. You, you don't support. I'm not su- supporting the troops. You don't. No, you no, that, you don't, that's, su- that's you don't support the military industrial complex. I look. Support the troops is a like a bludgeoning device they use <laughs> to kowtow you into submission and go, no, no, I can't challenge this I, war. I agree with that. No, and, the, and the troops, if they're, and they are brave, and they are brave enough to not allow that, don't, like, don't, you're going to get upset by, like, if I don't use you as a patriotic shield? No, like, the troops can take it. Mm. Um, mm. So where do you I, think I, this I, ranks as I far agree, as but won't is support. very brave? Where do you where do you think Ray this ranks as far as like what conspiracy theory do you see parallels between the Montreal screw mm. job and one in the political spectrum? I, I don't. Is it that everyone seems to have admitted to it? Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like when we overthrew Iran uh, yeah. in fifty nine. Everybody like, yeah, admits everyone, it. Everyone knows it's not. It's a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory. That was just a coup. So right. this, this is just more it's just of a, a coup. coup. This is just right. a, a, a coup by the owner. Which is kind of weird. Not even a coup then, it's just uh, a, j- I, I a boss know, being a dick. I don't know how we have this image of Bret Hart. Like, I'm not saying he was the worst Well, his guy. book is crazy because he, he puts, if you've book. ever read his book, it's a great book. It's a great read, but he puts himself over like the second oh, coming. Oh, sure. It's insane. He acts like he's like, you know, 
like Walter Mondale or something. And it's like, you know, he, he, look, he's doing the whole thing. Vince wants him to do this thing. And, but like he, quote, the USA was one big giant toilet bowl. If you were to give us uh, the U.S. an enema, you stick it right, the hose right here in Pittsburgh. Right. Like, that's just classless. And I don't mind it. I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, the part that he had a problem he with. Did. He, he yeah, didn't My like question that. is, oh, well, this is an interesting question for the uh, podcast. Where would you, where do you think if the United States had to have an enema, enema where would you stick the hose? My ass. <laughs> no, but what city? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, hmm. probably. I would. I would put it in like somewhere like uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, where all the you know all these Whoa. wealthy billionaires actually live, and no one seems right to ever, where Vince lives. Yeah, exactly. You know that that's the problem. Is like you know no one ever pays attention to where they're laying their head. I mean, whatever. It's, you know, like. Oh, well, 9-11, but like, whatever. Where's the town that the the Waltons, the people who started Walmart live or whatever? Oh, I'd sorry. probably go there. Town. Where they have their own international airport just because that's where they're based out of. <laughs> I'm going to look it In up. Alabama. Chris? Where, uh, the, where are the Patriots located at? Yeah. Uh, that's, well, it's just New England, but Boston. Uh, I'm going to have to say Boston. Be uh, careful. They're not in Boston, so you don't want to end up sticking well, it in yeah. Boston, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're in Foxborough. I wanted, I wanted Foxborough, in, okay. right, literally coming straight into the stadium. Stick it right there. I hate them with a passion. It's sure. not there. If you can't get it there, somewhere in Florida, it'll fix itself. In Flo- anywhere in Florida. <laughs> anywhere in Florida. Yeah, it'll get there. You can start a Daytona. And, and right. Like the holes just, well, you want to go to the north. I would say Tallahassee, one of the ones up there by Tal- the... I, I'm going to say well, D- Daytona because it's such a you know party where, city. You know where I want it? The Florida-Georgia line, because I hate that band. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> I mean, let me say a serious question, though. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Bret Hart was huge at that point. He was 14 years in. He was the biggest guy. Yeah. He was a huge he, star at that point. I imagine, like, look, they can write copy for you, but, like, you don't have to read it verbatim. Like, you can change it. Like, who's going to, like, make him do the copy? I mean, that's part of your job to some extent, depending but, like, on what it is. So, no, I... I always got the impression that like a lot of this was improv. No, you have. I mean, you have bullet points that you're supposed to hit. Sure. Sometimes you have literal scripts you're given. Now they're given literal scripts. I'm but. saying if he didn't like when when he's live on the air, if he whatever you call it, you know, on the tape, if he didn't say the enema line, if he just changed it up, they would have like fired him. No, not necessarily. But you try to go along. I guess he was trying to go along with it because that's what was asked of him. Like if you have soldier. that much, sorry, if you have that much. Like cloud accumulated, mm-hmm. it's kind of cowardly to me to not like res- like to not like push back against Vince. Well, he also wanted to really push. Well, he punched Vince yeah. in the face, right? Well, that Eventually, was after the yeah. After, well, yeah, because because his ego got bruised. Dude. But like you know, he, but Pittsburgh will shit all over, and then be funny, like, when they said he did it because they didn't show it. But then when you see Vince walking off, and then he's like, "Oh, he got punched." He definitely got punched. You, you can tell. Like, I've you seen a guy who's been punched in the face, <laughs> did, and man. he definitely had the straddle of the yeah, guy. Yeah. Who was... He was trying to be cool about it, but he was like, "Oh, he definitely took a fucking punch in the face." Now Vince is a shady guy, right? Or maybe. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. Let's let's. I'm, I'm just saying, Vince McMahon is very is very conflicted for me because nobody has brought me more joy in my life and also caused more well, pain to okay, people. Alice Louise Walton is Fort Worth, specul- Texas. What's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, Sam Walton. Well, oh. Sam Walton. Well, Sam Walton's dead. So, yeah, but where um, are they based out of now? I think they're in Alabama or something now. Or let me see. Jim Wal. Jim. Jim Walton. Where the headquarters of Walmart is. Arkansas. It's in Arkansas. Excuse me. Oh, so you stick the holes right in there. I would go with Arkansas. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just to shake things up. <laughs> what I was getting this at. This town needs an anima. <laughs> what I was getting at was like, would you put? Does anyone speculate? Uh, that Vince might have like had somebody kneecap Brett at some point in retaliation, or done something like that. Um, probably not. You for that? I mean, he's no. a prideful guy, and the guy hit him. I, I, you know what? Is, and this is also back in it. Like Vince is not like somebody now. 
Somebody now would do would probably their ego would get so hurt from getting punched in the face. Right. That was back in the years where it's like I don't like you at this moment in time. And, and Brett actually made, was really clear about it. He's like, I thought that for us to move well, past this, I should just punch him in the face and move on. Well, okay. I Which mean, is, that's that's what he said to him. I'm gonna go take a shower, and if you're still back. In the locker room, I'm gonna punch you in the face. He, and did, he did give exactly him forewarning, that. dude. Yeah. And that's man shit. That's not like high growth. But that's Vince also say. supposedly, <laughs> from Vince's end, said if he comes in, just let him do what he's got to do. Do not stop him. Again, so, that's yeah. That's that is kind of man. So yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, let's get this shit done. Interesting I mean? follow up to what you just said. Like, did you did you guys think that Vince like took punches? Not on the reg, but like, you know. Like it's, well, it's Nails physical. almost killed him in his office. Yeah, there's a wrestler named Nails. Nails. Who was, first of all, his name is Nails. So he was, uh, he was like, uh, he was in a feud with The Undertaker. He was a, uh, well, and first the big he boss started, man. Big Boss Man, he started because he was an inmate who Big Boss Man had screwed over. And now he was going to, you Vince know, was? Big Boss Man. No, no Nails. Big Boss Man. But Nails held up, apparently, Vince for money and tried in his office. And then, it, 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 yeah, then just fucked him up, apparently. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then sued them for sexual harassment. Yeah, it was, was a, a, you know, it's a very... It's so a Vince very, can't fight. He probably can. He but probably he, can. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Vince is a big guy because he lifts weights, but it, yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, guys probably. who lift weights don't as yeah. fighting well, and lifting weights. I mean, look at Daniel Cormier. He's the bat. He's probably one of the baddest guys on the yeah, planet. Yeah, he's and not. He looks, you know, like he, like if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, yeah, this is kind of like an out of shape sure. guy. He's a little thick. He's yeah. not going to be on the cover of Muscle and Fitness, but no, he's one of the baddest dudes in the world. Yeah. I got the impression. I know, like, not. I know now he's all corporate and stuff. I got the impression back in the '80s or even the '70s, he was like a Dixie Mafia type guy, like a Dixie Mafia. Well, not officially. Is that like this? You know the Southern, uh, mm. like the guys who like run moonshine and guns and well, I mean, like the, the territory days, there was a lot of that. There yeah. was that. Yeah. I, would, I would assume he could handle himself. But and Vince was that. He kinda. did. Yeah, he grew up like in a. He basically grew in up a in a trailer park. Yeah, in a trailer. I mean, he, he probably is a goon. But right. being a goon doesn't always mean you can fight. Right. It you you mean know what I mean? You can fight. probably just handle yourself. You can street fight. You can, you can fight gets... someone who doesn't fight. Yeah. But then right. you go up against somebody. That's why I'm like, he, it seems like with that situation, and especially like the fact that he like dealt with Stone Cold over there, like the people he had to deal with, and when you're in that side of business, you realize you're going to have to take punches it's and It's kind of insane. How do you fire a guy who is six foot seven, you know, and like 350 pounds? I mean, know? that's yeah. the most, I, when I went and I didn't get the job, but when I was two and a half years into comedy, I interviewed for WWE. To write for him, yeah, mm-hmm. and I got like to the second round. But one of the like one of the questions is, I got past the first round. He goes, "All right, there's a wrestler called Snitsky. He's not happy with the storylines, and he comes to you. What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "Run! I don't. <laughs> I show him an episode of the Gilmore Girls. Do. <laughs> right? What? I show him an episode of the Gilmore Girls and say, hey, maybe we can incorporate some of these plot lines and you know, like good. <laughs> or, and they're in Sorkin script. Like we can I, work with me, Nailsy." <laughs> Nailsy. <laughs> All right. Well, we've reached the end of the podcast. I think we unanimously have decided that Brett should have dropped the title. But yeah. Maybe the way that yeah. uh, that Vince did it. We understand the circumstances behind Brett's refusal to do so. Um, let's go through plugs. Zach, we'll start out with you. Oh, thanks, Dan. Uh, you guys can go subscribe. So- <laughs> Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Pack of Fools on YouTube. Pack of Fools, that's it. We do podcasts, we do funny comedy skits. Uh, go subscribe to that. It's a lot of fun. Thank you, Zach. Harry. Uh, you could two things I'll plug. One, of course, is uh, Capital Wrestling. We do um, Capital Wrestling. We do new episodes every week. They're available on uh, the Fight Network or on YouTube, Facebook. That's they're all over there. Uh, so it's all Capital Wrestling or social media. And the uh, the other podcast I do is uh, Man School 202 with Dante Nero. And that's sex and relationship advice. And it's funny and, it, and it's good stuff. So, you know, check it out. Mr. Ray Kump. Right, I'm going to hold myself hostage here. 
I have a new podcast with Lucy Steiner. It's called yeah, Our Love right. Is That's Disgusting. Dog. That's the dog. The podcast dog, Mushu. The Sorry. podcast dog. Hello. Our Love Is Disgusting. I want you guys all to subscribe to it. If I don't get 500 new subscribers within two weeks, I'm leaving this podcast. Holy oh, shit. Oh, wow. So guys. Uh, Maybe, maybe you're happy about that. Maybe you're not, but there we go. It's on the table. All right. You know, well, here we go. Wow. If you guys, this is, you know, that's fair, I think, too. Um, mm -hmm. If you guys don't get, if, if Ray doesn't get 500 new subscribers, well, this is going to be coming out. This is going to be out in two weeks. So by the time. We're so done you, so, okay. So what? Oh, so this, you don't so even want to. You, you got to give him a realistic date. All right. So we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. do, we we'll do say it by April. We'll you know, do end of April. 700 by uh, April, oh, 5th, uh, April 15th. Well, this is going to come out. Um, going to come out not next Saturday, but the Saturday after that. So when is that? It's going to come out April 13th. So April you really should 13th. give it two weeks. All right. So April, April 28th. At the end of April. End of April. Guys, if, if, it's a if, countdown clock. if Ray does not have 500 new subscribers or subscribers or listens a week, listens, be yeah, listen, uh, download it. You know, 500, 500 new downloads a week. He's leaving the podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Big. This is big. It proves it proves a lot. It proves it. a lot. Follow Chris? me at cotton215 on everything. I have a whole bunch of stuff I'm going to be doing. It's hard to kind of. Pick and choose what to say. So I just say nothing and say, follow me and I'll let you know. All <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> fucking weirdo. It's both simple and, and complicated. Uh, I love it. Germain.net. You can check out my live dates there. Um, I'm going to be doing some touring in June. I'm going to be doing some shows in L.A. in May. Uh, please subscribe and rate this podcast. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to actually say if we don't get 5,000 listens by uh, by uh, the end of June, guys, I may have to pull the plug. So wow, I, I like I'm this. I'm actually going to echo Ray and uh, have my own form of holding hostage here. We yeah, I to, like this strategy. I will be, I will be doing the podcast um, without Ray and Chris in May at, at All Things Comedy because I'll be in Los Angeles. But um, you can fly I, us out there. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You said you could fly them out Yeah, well, there. I'm going to fly you guys out there. But, guys, if by the end of June we're not at least getting 5,000 listens a week, I've got to rethink things, too. So, uh, Time yeah. to amp it up. Oh, and thanks, All Things Comedy, for having us on. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye. <laughs>